Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm one of your hosts, DM Neil, aka Joke Maniac. And today with me is DM Josh, also known as Three Eyed Sloth. Yes! Oh, your aka is so good. It makes me happy. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I could provide such joy to your life. Yes, especially the perpetual joy you provide me after I provided it for you and that avatar. Again, That's true. That's if true. If you haven't seen it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go now. Find it. <laughs> and we are going to go now and tie back to episode number 99, Character Backgrounds and Futures. And the guest for that one was Chris Jackson. And we're also going to tie back to DMnastics number 83, Backstory Bonanza. Insert theme to Bonanza here. <laughs> Lots of tie-ins this time. Insert explanation to listeners of what Bonanza is. <laughs> oh no, that's sad. I went there. I went to the place where they shot it. It's in like Mariposa, I think. Really? Yeah, and you can go get some sarsaparilla. Oh, sarsaparilla. That stuff's gross. I didn't like it. <laughs> so, our forum exercise this time was doing some backstory, some random character background backstories. Basically grabbing a picture from the internet, or you actually provided quite a few from, it looks like, random sources online. Uh, was mm-hmm. there a specific place that you grabbed them from, or was there... No, lately I've actually... Hmm. So I was... <laughs> okay. So, essentially, when Pinterest came out, it mm-hmm. was a thing for ladies. The ladies. Often, and then it was not, and I decided Pinterest is okay. because Pinterest is kind of awesome. Lots of cool, amazing pictures, and that's also how I do all the daily gymnastics and just kind of a big repository of, I have like NPCs, monsters, places, essentially places, things. And all of that, and I just constantly kind of hang out on Pinterest and make larger and larger albums or boards. <laughs> I think, right? They're boards. Yeah, yeah. Get it right, man. Jeez. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, pin- Pinterest for RPG prep is amazing. It yeah. is so easy to find pictures of things that you want to use in your games. It's wonderful. I love it a lot. Yeah, because on the front end, it takes a little bit of work, and then. Honestly, all I do is just log in and it's spoon feeding me everything that I've ever wanted and I'm just pinning it, putting it on boards, and then I get lost and an hour later I realize I've just been <laughs> pinning pictures. And then you've got your very own RPG scrapbook. Yay! Oh, the best. Anyway, we, we, we have uh, diverted quite a bit there. So the random pictures, you've, you posted a bunch of pictures in the forums and then you asked a series of questions that people were more or less, you know, if they wanted to uh, answer to kind of come up with some random backgrounds for some of these characters uh, just by kind of glancing at them and, and coming up with where they've come from. Things like, how old is this character? What uh, moral code do they have? Are they religious? Do they have any personality quirks? That kind of stuff. So as a way for people just to kind of, you know, just look at something and then start going with whatever comes, you know, straight away to their minds. Yes. So the exercise helps with, you know, getting used to building backgrounds depending on what your players interact with. So it's a great tool to have kind of in your mind of knowing things that you can just quickly pull. I mean, or you could just have an NPC sitting there that you've already fleshed out with this prompt. Or what I like to do is take the responses on the forum and just use those instead. Not a bad idea. The work is already done. So, I mean, why not? (laughs) It's the best way. (laughs) So, 
Did you have one uh, from the forums that stuck out to you? Why, I did. And yes. guess what? Which one is it? It's yours. Yeah! <laughs> That's right. You actually submitted one. I did. You did. It was a picture of a female knight wearing full plate mail, and she's got a like a buckler. Uh, actually, a little bit bigger than a buckler, but she's got a round shield and a sword, and her helmet, like her face guard is up, and it's a really good picture. It's little like maybe slightly like anime inspired ish in terms of like the style you know it's kind of a little bit over exaggerated armor and face but i i really like the picture a lot and it just kind of like she's got like a little bit of a i don't know like want like she's off looking off to the side maybe like sad or maybe like just deep in thought about something which is kind of like a cool image so yeah, it made me think of Final Fantasy Tactics. I would be super that, surprised if you know that's what? not that what it's exactly from. That is exactly what I thought of as well. So <laughs> <laughs> that that's also why I was drawn to it. So bravo. Awesome. Good job. But yeah, so your post mentioned that so you gave this this character a name. Uh, you named her Senna Leston, female in her mid-20s. Very like notable like eyes. You know, that's like one of the things that people really notice like, first about her because they're very piercing blue but yeah, like it's good, like basically military background. But I really like that she's very committed and she's very much like all about, you know, wanting to climb the ranks within the military. Like she has like this very high standard for herself that she's trying to, you know, uphold and, and climb the ranks and kind of be this example for other people. So it just, it was cool. Like it, it just, it wasn't like a, you know, this crazy elaborate backstory necessarily but like you don't need that because there's a lot of times you know most people are kind of like just straight to the point you know in terms of like what their backgrounds are and and where they've come from and i like that she has it's pretty striking in her appearance but yet like you know there's a very like solid through line of like where she's been where she's going and i just i thought that was cool it's weird because I can only say how much I like my own, I guess, to a degree. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do like the kind of what you brought up is that, you know, like not every backstory of every NPC has to be as rich as that of the players. But you do need enough to make it seem like they are a real right, you person existing in the in. world. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want your players to go to the other side and realize it's a cardboard cutout and not an actual person. Right. Or that their NPCs have more uh, background and interesting backstory than they do. Oh, Mary Sue them. Oh, yeah, exactly. Every NPC is cooler than you <laughs> and has more character levels. No, right. I'm just gonna play my own game, guys. <laughs> I don't need you me. guys are the monsters now. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Well, what did you pick? I picked and I feel like he might have known and just tailored it for me so that they would. I, I honestly don't think that, but. You it can't could pick happen. your own, too. That's against the rules. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to pick the one from DM Exitium, and the wonderful platinum dragon that he is put Dolgern of the Brewfist and submitted his own picture, and it is of a portly dwarf holding like a pony keg under one arm and sloshing two ale mugs in their hand with a third on a barrel next to them. Uh, I, sir, I believe he's got three mugs in his hands touche i did not click i did not click on the full size of the image i was only going off of the thumbnail and i stand corrected oh my goodness and 
Well, I sit corrected. I'm going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> but he's got three in hand and one next to him. And like I said, the pony keg. I just want to sell him short, you know. It's yeah. Two versus three. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his pony keg right next to his real keg of a belly and and he is actually a drunken dwarf monk ambassador of the dwarven clan of the Brewfist, and it's a a clan of misfits and outcasts that learn the ways of meditation and inner peace and getting rowdy drunk and fist fighting to get out their pent-up aggression this is very good it's so good and yeah and dmxtm did a fantastic job of kind of fleshing out the whole idea behind what a backstory is and in three short paragraphs i mean endless amounts of conversations that could happen with this character or it could just be some and i almost would want to take this npc and have them always be in the bar that your players show up at Mm -hmm. like he's just a recurring npc like no matter where they go for some reason, <laughs> Dulgarn is in the bar that they show up at. That's not bad. And I think it would be just tons of fun to have like that reoccurring NPC everywhere they go. Even even in the most unlikely of places, he's right? there. Yeah, I, I do like... It's one of the things that uh, I feel like is often a trap for people when they're coming up with backstories. Is that you have to be incredibly elaborate and write a lot. You know, because you think, oh, well, I need to, I need to really flesh out all these different ideas in case players ask about that but you really don't like dm exitium did a really good job of really like painting this broad picture and giving you a lot of interesting visuals and just a really short like amount of text like he didn't really write a whole lot but yet he conveys a lot with just the small you know text that he he provided so it was it's strong sometimes less is more is what basically what i'm trying to say and you know, obviously, this kind of conversation is framing itself around the backstories of NPCs because you know we're DMs. That's the best we get most times. Uh, no, 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 just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> but you almost want to leave like frayed edges, if right. you will, on what their backstory is, and then whatever your players pull at, you can make more. You know, and if it were me, I would flesh out the idea of the clan of the Brufist, unless my players thought. What is that? Like, I need to know more. Tell me tell me more, Mr. Right. Dulgern. And I wouldn't have more. And I'd be like, oh, no, he, he failed his constitution check and he passed out drunk. I guess you'll have to ask, oh, <laughs> ask him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> or even better, if you want, if you're, if you're that type of DM that likes to have player contribution to your games, ask mm-hmm. the players, like, hey, what you've heard, maybe stories about the Brufus clan, like, tell me, like, what do tell me some of the things that they're involved in or what does that look like and you know your players can even fill in some of that background for you which is kind of fun yeah even tossing in possibly a mechanical element and having the players roll whatever kind of uh, knowledge base check that you would want them to do Mm -hmm. and then whoever rolls high enough gets "Mm, okay i'm (laughs) i like that i've suggested an idea that i'm also gonna not suggest that idea Because depending on how that goes, you could have one player that consistently is able to do that where others are not. Right. So, if they've built their yeah. character specifically that way, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you would I would caution it against doing that if someone is, like, super into the knowledge-based skills. But if it's kind of a general free-for-all, I would definitely go that route and let everyone just kind of roll and see what they get and then let them contribute that yeah. way. Well, with that, sir, you know what time it is. Uh-oh. I think it's time. I feel my muscles twitching. To lift these weights. Oh, man. Right now. Lifting weights is what I do. Look at me. Lift these weights. I'll go ahead and start. So out of the pictures that you posted, you posted what? Let's see. They're like maybe 
close to 10 different pictures that you submitted in the forum thread. One that I really liked, and in addition to the night, you know, that we already talked about, that you already wrote about earlier, uh, there was one right before that, it's the very fourth picture that you posted, which is a picture of an orc that is, let me try to paint the picture here. This orc's wearing a little bit of armor, he's got, you know, some shoulder pauldrons, and he's got, you know, a little bit of plate, you know, here and there, but he's got some really cool tattoos. The most notable one is a, like, a this nasty giant spider like on his abdomen like above his belly button um, that covers most of his like torso and he's got these red streaks that go from his like the top of his head all the way down to like past his abdomen uh, just kind of go down it's really cool and then even on top of that he's got these spikes like maybe they're like spears or or they're just you know these yeah. blades that are coming out of the back of his armor that stick up kind of like spider legs in a way it's a very cool, evocative image, and uh, I just kind of picture, like, this orc perhaps being, like, like, the very first thing that jumps to mind is, you know, orcs are generally trained for, you know, just warfare and destruction and very kind of maybe mindless slaughter, but then perhaps, like, there's a subset of them, uh, including this guy. I haven't come up with a name yet, but this this orc perhaps is selected out of a very small group every once in a while that is trained for a different purpose and they're more like of an assassin's league within like the orcish clan. So instead of just, you know, these mindless hordes that a lot of orcs end up kind of being a part of, you know, there's a group of orcs that just become these deadly, like vicious, like hitmen almost where they're lethal, but yet they're smart about it, you know, and they're really good at, you know, tracking their prey and, and assassinating whoever, you know, their targets are. And I can just kind of see this guy like being a really, awesome villain of like you know players maybe heard about this spider you know or whatever assassin and then you know just kind of him appearing out of say like traveling in the woods or traveling you know on the road and then like catching a glimpse of this orc kind of emerging from behind you know something and knowing that oh crap you know we've heard stories of this guy like we either need to run or you know do something this is a cool, like, it's a it's a scary image, and it's kind of a cool idea to have, like, maybe something a little bit more built up in terms of just your normal mindless monster that's a little bit more than that, a little bit scarier. So, yeah, that's mine. I love it. I mean, just the overall aesthetic of the image made me think of an orc that was on their own. Right. Like, those spears are there just so that, like, literally no one or thing gets the drop on them right and like they're always protected but you know in forever forever alone <laughs> and then definitely with that i immediately started thinking about the assassin and then that spot you know and the spider kind of playing into it you know and poison everything like that and so it would be a really cool npc for the players to come up against you know because the assumption would be it's an orc we know orc right. we we fight orc orc fight us and but not this then, orc. Yeah, and then to find out that it's like guerrilla tactics, hiding, manipulation, all kinds of crazy things, poison traps, all these things that they wouldn't have expected exactly. from an orc like this. Who is named I like just the spider. Done. I like it. So the one I'll choose is actually the picture right above it, and it is picture C. And it is kind of a character concept that I really, really like. Like if there was one that I was going to choose. And it's not even a class or race combo. It is one that is unassuming. If you were to see this character on the street, you probably wouldn't assume that they were air quote a character. 
Yeah, that's that's kind of like the player characters that I personally like to build. I think one of my favorite of all times was an unarmed fighting dwarf. Mm. So essentially, he just like had clothes on, right? Because it was kind of like a monk without all the tenets of faith. And it was back in three point five, and then more recently, I played a brawler in Pathfinder, and, and that's the fighter monk combo. Mm-hmm. And essentially, they could just wear pants, right? And just walk around the street and have a backpack on. And that's kind of what we have for this picture. I would say that this person looks both homeless and always at home. Because they've got, it looks to be like a human with a kind of knife in hand. It looks like they're twirling it and just like the biggest spurk ever. And they look to be in rags, but like at the same time, you know that this person knows how to do anything that they want. Exactly. And I really, really like that class. Not that class. It's not a class. I don't even know how to describe class it. Class of that, citizen. Yes. <laughs> that character concept <laughs> of. Being able to kind of get in wherever they want because they just look like the people and then being able to get out of wherever they end up while doing that. Right. So it definitely seems like more of a rogue type person. Almost like a more dastardly like Aladdin type character maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely that kind of person that would, that I would want to make my players assume that they aren't a bad person. Right. Maybe they do bad things or maybe they run a racket on the players and steal all their stuff or something like that, which players love. I mean, always, whenever you get a chance, steal <laughs> steal everything from your players. <laughs> and then steal it and then turn around and sell it, and then uh, it's gone forever. That's that's a really good way to, for people to yeah. love you. Move it. Just keep moving it nonstop. <laughs> or have your thief, your scoundrel that stole it, have a pet rust monster that just then eats all of it that's even better definitely so let's see about some of the questions we could ask together some of these are really straightforward that you would just be able to do with any character but some of the ones that give a lot of the flavor are and so number nine i asked what is the character's this character's moral code and i don't say alignment and you know and recently we talked about throwing out alignment and you know and that's an interesting concept to figure out because then you start to figure out how they'll interact with their players so i would say that this more this person's moral code is very loose and anything that. that they want to do they will try and do that and then you know number 10 i think this is another really important one is what is the character's goals and you know that way you, again, know whether or not they're going to interact with the players in a certain way. And you know, I would say that this person's goals is to always feel secure. And so in that, you know, in any conversation they want to be secure, any monetary status they want to be secure, pretty much anything, this person is going to do whatever they can to be secure. Honestly, that's good, like, GM advice just for in all NPCs. I mean, you don't have to come with anything elaborate or just like a little, like, one word or short sentence about... Any NPC that, you know, you know characters are going to be interacting with, just write down, like, or have a little note of what their motivation or goal is in life, you know? And that and that can easily help drive, like, the conversations that, that your players have with them. Just because then you know at least, like, okay, what is, what is this character ultimately? Even if it's something simple, like, I just want to be happy, or I just want, you know, to maintain my job or whatever it's like simple things like that even at least give you a direction so you don't feel like all your npcs just sound like the same person over and over again and then two of the other ones that i really like is is there anything that this character hates and is there anything that this character fears so another couple really quick primers on fleshing out npcs but 
sir, I think we've done it. I think we've given some cool NPCs. And like I said, there's even more on the forums that you could just plug and play straight into your game. Absolutely. Some good stuff. So if you wanted to get a hold of us and tell us all about the awesome NPC that you have made and that your players love, like the Goblin Mug merch in a game that I ran, and (laughs) (laughs) poor, poor Mug merch had Stockholm Syndrome and wanted to stay with the party. All that aside, you can email us at dmnastics at gmail.com. And of course, you could always head over to Twitter and follow us there at dmnastics. Or if you feel so inclined, you can follow me at Jotmoniac. You can also follow me at Josh Clyde. Or even uh, find a quick little plug. You can check out the work that I do on YouTube at Pocket Meeple. Yes! You can also find more uh, of what we do over at uh, on our network, blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. But above all of that, of course, we always want to implore you, the listener, to join up on our forums and take part in these challenges and exercises, as well as all of the other amazing conversations being had. To do that, head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics yourself so players don't even ask, do you even lift? Oh, I could barely lift my right arm because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting, I did over a thousand. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. <laughs> <laughs>